0: Today country cutie Blake Shelton the music superstar has some exciting news and he's celebrating with us then ready set go the crazy good competition you have to see to believe and Adele opens up about her new love and how she's learned to love herself. We're talking about it right now.
1: From NBC News this is
2: today with Hoda Kotb and Jenna Bush Hager from Studio
1: one a in Rockefeller Plaza.
0: Hey guys, it's Monday. It's November fifteenth, National Clean Out Your fringe Day. Oh, good. You Something know smells bad in mine. Well, you know why? Because all that Thanksgiving stuff you're gonna get, you need room. Yes. You need places to put all of the ingredients. And you and know things. what?
2: They do it like a, a week in advance, so you have a whole week to clean it out. Yeah, for that's people good. Like, I like it.
0: Us. Uh, so you're, you walked in and your voice is all jacked. I know. <laughs>
2: My voice is jacked. Yeah, yeah, your voice
0: is jacked. You lost it because, you know, the way sometimes we lose our voices when we're enjoying ourselves. And that Are you happens.
2: trying to out You're trying no, to I'm say not. because it's a Monday, you believe that I'm partying too hard over the weekend. I would
0: assume, but here's the thing. When your voice sounds like that, and it's hard because we have a this is our job where you have to talk.
2: I know. Um Gavin so. said I I said to Gavin, I go, does it really sound that bad? He goes, Well, talking is a big part of your job. Is
0: that what he said? Yes. Right. So you're now sipping throat coat. Throat coat tea, which has a lovely little um, quote
2: on it. What does it say? It says, "A garden." Remember when we used
0: to do your quotes? We stopped
2: that. Oh yeah, I do remember. A garden is a delight to the eye and a solace to the soul.
0: Well, let me tell you something. Someone said that that would cure your sore throat or your scratchy voice. But I was curious because everybody has great home yes. remedies. People have really cool ways that they can can make that go away. So, would you please share yours? And literally in 10 minutes we we're going to yes, we're going to start reveal trying them. them. So, go to our Twitter account Hoda and Jenna. Tell us some remedies. Jenna needs her voice back. <laughs> Badly, okay, (laughs) and she don't know what she keeps going like me, 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 and I think that's hurting it. What are you doing? Kathy Lee used to do these exercises. She would go. No, but Shirley did that. No, that was just to warm it up, not when it was sore and hurting. Well, are you sure? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe
2: Kathy Lee will write in. I mean, she's probably not watching, but any of you all that are watching, (laughs) try it. Please help
0: me. Yeah, anything that you have, we'll, we'll talk about. Okay, so it was a big weekend around here because on Saturday the tree oh, Our tree arrived you guys that's it under the scaffolding and it is such a cool you, I, it's just such a cool thing oh, no. in new york this was last year this was this year i'm wait was this this year the reason why you said this last
2: year, year is that this tree looks like it needs extensions too
0: no, but here's the thing. It the does. trees. I'm the, not trying to hurt its feelings. No, this but can one we doesn't. Go, this is a good can one. We go spinning, please, can it, we
2: go back to that first part of it spinning, please? Because well, it, it has to shake down. No, I just give it a break. feel bad. it's on a
0: truck. look. Look at it, Hoda. It's no, bald. It has on it's right settled. side. It hasn't fallen yet. I feel it late. No, because you know why? Guess how it gets here? On a truck, laying on its side. So it that was the, time. the bald side. Yeah, is where it, it was? time to let everything settle. Anyway, this is a 79-footer. It's a Norway spruce, 50, 46 feet wide. It weighs 12 tons. It weighs 12 (gasps) tons. 85 years old.
2: I feel bad.
0: Oh, somehow.
2: I feel sort of bad. I feel like it should have just
0: lived longer. But okay. Do you? It's going to bring a lot of joy. Have you,
2: have you read? There's, I mean, I, we should show this tomorrow. But there's this hilarious. Remember the Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. I love the Giving Tree. Yeah, what I about I love it? the Giving Tree what too. Happened? But there's now this what? hilarious, um, basically book that's like, I don't want to give you my branches. <laughs> and let's, it's the opposite let's of the Giving Let's find tree? it. Let's find it for the second chat. Just hang on to your horses. Okay. Because the point is. Do you think that Wait. tree wants to be here?
0: Um, yes, I think it's going to give a, It's going to make a beautiful, but beautiful But sometimes holiday. you don't
2: want to give all of yourself. Sometimes you have to keep some of yourself for yourself.
0: Okay. Speaking of songs, I'm going to tell you what the <laughs> answer to that question is about the, it, whether or not the tree wants to be here. There's a song okay. called A Seed and it is by Paul Sykes. It will answer your riddle about whether or not the tree wants to be here. It's called A Seed, and it's by Paul Sykes, S-Y-K-E-S. Paul Sykes. Did the tree write it, I <laughs> co-write it with Paul well, Sykes? Yes, the tree did, but when you hear it, it'll move you, move, it'll move you to tears and you'll understand. Okay, so it was a big night last night, you guys, for Adele. Yes! <gasps>
2: I was so mad because our Wi-Fi is down. Look at Gail, there's Gail, why does Gail get Gail gets to, to go everywhere. Gail is oh everywhere. McCarthy. Who else is there,
0: let's see. lots of people anyway, well, Adele. Adele sang her beautiful album, she promoted her album 30, she said it was an intimate audience. Lizzo was there. One of my favorite things is she sees Lizzo standing there she says oh hi Lizzo, you're trying to upstage me with your <laughs> feathers, but like she caught like she just enjoyed herself. Oh my gosh, Tracy Ellis
2: Ross was there, Tyler Perry Was there, James Corden, we already said that, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Ray. Tyler
0: Perry and Drake.
2: Why weren't we there? Because Were you invited? Me neither. Okay.
0: (laughs) Anyway, it was really, really cool. But one of the there were great moments, and we've heard Adele's song, but to watch her sing it live is amazing, and it's it's all over online. So (laughs) Adele also got to talk
2: with our best friend Oprah. I love how Oprah does these interviews, like in the most beautiful place in the world. yeah, gorgeous. Okay, so she she talked a lot. It was a really revealing conversation about her private life and her divorce from her husband. Let's take a look.
3: I think Simon probably saved my life, to be honest with you. He came at such a moment, whereas the stability that him and Angelo have given me, no one else would ever have been able to give me. Like, especially at that time in my life, I was so young, and I just... I think I would have got a bit lost in all of it. Like, you know, and I think I probably... I could have easily gone down some dodgy paths like you know and sort of self destructed from, from sort of like being so overwhelmed by all of it and he, he came in and was stable the most stable person I've ever had in my life up until that point
0: Wow. She talked about her kind of emotional and physical transformation, was she just quit drinking? She said she just decided she wanted to be clear. She said drink water now and all that stuff. And she also said it was the very first time her nine-year-old son had heard, had seen her perform, and she was said it was a it was a privilege of her life to sing with him there. When I heard her say that, yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, of course I cried. Okay, coming up next, Paris Hilton's lavish wedding weekend.
0: Oh yeah, her (laughs) over-the-top celebration, or extravagant dresses, plural, of course. It's Paris after we'll have more on that after this. Oh, welcome back. Okay, we're so excited because on Friday, do you guys remember we revealed our documentary of the month. It's called Set. It's about people who are competitive, fiercely competitive, in the world of table setting. setting. Tables. How
2: awesome is that? So, two of the competitors—they're here. Who's here? We have Bonnie Overman. Hi, Bonnie. And Tim Wyckoff. Hi, Tim. Hey, y'all. Okay, they are going to work, and they are setting two incredible creations. They have a hundred-dollar budget. They have 45 minutes.
0: Now, you guys, wait till you see this this documentary piece that we're doing. This is really competitive. This is no joke. And they are going to reveal their masterpieces at the end of the show. So, guys, we're starting our 45 minutes. We're so happy that you're here, and we can't wait to talk about the documentary too. 45 minutes on the clock and and a hundred bucks. You have no money. Okay, good luck. Enjoy. (laughs) Bye, bye. Now.
2: Okay, uh, Paris Hilton. Got married this weekend. Who to whom? That she got married to a a guy named Carter. Yeah, Carter Reem. He's on Thursday, and the celebration actually went on forever.
0: Days, days, forever. So they had. She had many different things to wear. Not only her wedding dress, but she had four dresses from the different parties. Okay. So. Okay. Wait. uh, Look at that. Look. She has that look. Then she has that look. So, I have She dressed a, in a pink number. I have a question. So for any kind of weekend party, how many dresses is too many or are there never too many dresses? How
2: many dresses or how many nights?
0: How many nights and dresses? Well, my,
2: my, mom, my mom used to have this theory called the rehearsal dinner.
0: Yeah, which is what Which,
2: even when we weren't at weddings, but it was like the first night before the party, is she'd the be better. like, Don't do the rehearsal dinner, because what that means is you're so excited ah, on night one. Yeah, you leave it all on the dance floor, and, and then, then, you night night two night two. then you have a night two. Then you have a night two. Right. So she just always reminds you,
0: try not to go too hard night one. Have you ever done that like on the night before New Year's Eve? Like you just go out with your yes. friends, and that's the fun night. Yeah, and New Year's Eve is kind of the New, dud.
2: New, I've never had a fun New Year's. Me either. New I never Year's once. <laughs> not one time.
0: <laughs> you know why? There's too much buildup. Yes. There's too much, and everyone's expecting it to be great, right. And all that stuff. And so it's, I,
2: yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I. Well think you
0: guys usually go? You guys well, hang with the kids and go to the midnight night. Yeah, do we don't night do night. anything. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I, I like, I like a costume change on a big <laughs> night
0: because, why not? Why not? I mean, yes, you've got to mark moments in life. You can't just let them all go. No. All right, so people want to help you in your sore throat. So, so far we have a few. Here they are. (gasps) Gummy bears melted in hot water. Can we try that? Wait, what? We've got to try that. Gummy bears? Um, Bourbon. Yeah, well, that's a good one. On a
2: Monday morning, that's too hard.
0: A uh, spoonful of honey. I'll try that. By the that. way, raw honey is probably even better, like a spoonful. Do we have like, any
2: of that? Let's try it. OK. OK, and then, yes, somebody just put this on my Twitter. What? Think of speaking from below the ribcage. Minimize H sounds. Don't
0: ever say my name. Or Henry's. Oda. <laughs> or, or Henry's. Howls. Or Or Hager. H- or Haley or Hope. Oh, there's lots of H's. In oh her. my God, that's not. There's lots of there's H's. a lot of H's. I'm just saying. Okay, so now. don't do those.
2: Um, round out your words Be, with the back of your throat, before you, they make it to the teeth. What does that mean? I'm rounding out the words, words from ugh. the back of my, my throat
0: before they've reached, reached my, my teeth. teeth. Does that help with being hoarse? Do worse? you try that? I don't even know what that means. See, do, do I sound I better? No. No, no, you don't. But throat <laughs> coat so far, you guys. Keep, oh yeah, throat coat. Yeah, keep them coming though, because we want to know. Because I bet you guys have really good And maybe we're gonna that try work. that gummy bear next. And the raw honey. And the raw honey. Okay. Coming up next, one of our favorites, yeah. Blake Shelton. Yeah, I had a really intimate mm-hmm. conversation. You know what? I don't need <laughs> to know about your secret date with well, him. Okay,
2: he says something about Gwen that he's never oh, told anybody I'm but not, me. Not I'm interested. Not interested. I can't wait to show Hoda. Let's go to commercial. My wonderfully intimate conversation with Blake Shelton coming up. <laughs> so bad.
1: The City Music Series on today is proudly presented to you by City.
2: Okay, of course this is Honeybee by Blake Shelton, and you all are sending me remedies, which I really appreciate. So, so yeah. a huge bowl of honey. Try that. in a little. So I'm going to try it. Ready? Right
0: now. Okay. It's really thick. Is this what's supposed think to happen? Pour some of it off. It's a lot. Wait. <laughs> <Don't laughs> <a laughs> <lot. laughs> it's a lot. Wait, why don't we read the intro? Okay, okay you go ahead. Ready? Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> Wait, let me hear how you talk after it. Well, my own mountain <laughs> Oh, God, don't throw up. Don't. Is it good? I'll go. Okay, there are so many things to love about Blake Shelton his baby blue eyes, his southern accent, his music. Don't you agree, Hoda? <laughs> yes, I do. But these days, Blake's all about good times and live music. He's the inspiration behind the entertainment franchise Old Red, and he had some big news to tell you about. <laughs> okay.
2: I know you're jealous, right? I am. I know you're really jealous, and that, honey, works. But wow, it was a lot. We talked about you a little, but mainly we just talked about his life as a newlywed and his friendly feud with Ariana Grande. Take a look. Thank you. So, Blake, I have to tell you, Hoda um, is sorry she couldn't be here. You know she has a life-size cutout of you in her office. No, I didn't. Well, she does. Um, so I just am going to send this to you. <laughs>
1: I don't even have an office, but I'm going to build one just so I can hang my life size hoda in
2: there. Blake Shelton is many things a country artist with 28 number one hits, a longtime voice coach, and newlywed with wife Gwen Stefani. But he's also the inspiration behind the restaurant slash bar slash live music venue called Old Red. There are four locations across the country from Nashville to Oklahoma. And now Old Red is heading to Sin City.
1: I've always thought it'd be cool to have like a bar and grill type thing with some music, you know. The centerpiece of the of the idea is uh, to showcase new artists coming up and, and in an environment that makes them look like a big star.
2: When you think back to those days of, of playing in bars and that, does that, you miss those days or not really?
1: My first single was a song called Austin and luckily it just, it caught it caught on in, in country music.
2: I lived in Austin in two thousand one, so I remember that song. Okay, thank
1: God, one <laughs> person remembers the song. But even with a with a number one hit, I was playing places that didn't even have a stage. So to compare it to that, I mean, it's it there is no comparison. Blake's latest single, "We Can
2: Reach the Stars," is his most sentimental one yet.
1: You know, Gwen is, is she's been pretty hard on me the last few years as far as. She doesn't think i write enough music so i thought you know what i'm going to take this opportunity to write a song for her as my vows
2: i'm just reading the lyrics and it feels like some sort of love poem we always said we wish we'd met long before we finally did but ever since that first kiss i mean it's so romantic
1: <laughs> well I, are you blushing are you actually blushing yesterday, i am blushing a little bit yesterday <laughs> i was driving to work and I played the song and I remember sitting, thinking wow I, I did it I wrote a song for my wife no one can ever take that away anytime we get an <laughs> argument whatever I'll just put that on in the background it's pretty
2: romantic okay let's talk about the voice Ariana Grande calls you granddaddy is that right granddad
1: it is true you know it started out as as like just a dad and as if that <laughs> wasn't painful enough now it's turned into to granddad. And the
2: thing is, what's your comeback? You just call her granddaughter? When you
1: look at Ariana, <laughs> it's hard to pick her apart. I mean, she's Ariana Grande. What? There are no flaws. You've been posting some pictures
2: on Instagram. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, did this person think he was going to marry Gwen Stefani?
1: Of course I did. I mean, look at that hairdo. There was no resisting those locks.
2: What about this look? Is this something you could ever grow? Couldn't you grow your hair this long again?
1: Not only is that painful to look at, <laughs> it's it's painful, the process of growing your hair.
2: We have some other ones, but frankly, you are just cute. <laughs> and a, and a <laughs> While I loved looking at throwback pics, we couldn't wrap without a Hoda and Jenna quiz. Are you ready? All right, bring it on. Okay, best wedding gift you received?
1: We had a, uh, an entire church pew that was given to us, and everybody, and there wasn't that many people, I think there was about 30 people at our wedding. Everybody signed it and wrote a message on it. Wow. Now that, that pew lives in the chapel. That's pretty pretty special to, to she That's and right.
2: I both. How many pair of cowboy boots do you own?
1: I own a, probably about 10 pair, but they're all the exact same boot.
2: <laughs> your favorite hair color of your wife's.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of choices, <laughs> isn't there? been a few times where she's kind of done a Marilyn
2: Monroe
1: look with her hair, and oh my God. Yes. Yes. That's good stuff.
2: Thank you so much, Blake. We'll send you some of these pictures.
1: Oh, please. Yes, I'd love to have those so I can shred them. (laughs)
2: Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, just Sweet. sharing just some one on one time. <laughs> you know what? One on one time. In fact, that's probably where I lost my voice. I just couldn't stop chuckling with way, him.
0: He's adorable.
2: Right? I know. Well, he did ask <laughs> about you. When? And not that for poster, five seconds. That poster's <laughs> headed his way. Okay. Coming up.
0: Need some wine to go with that Thanksgiving menu?
2: Yeah, Leslie Sabrocco has the perfect pairings as well as some bottles that make great hostess gifts after this. Okay, guys. So somebody else sent in that mustard is a good—it's
0: um, a good way to get rid of it. So I'm just doing a little hoda. Hoda is very nervous. I'm concerned. She just she just ate a gallon of.
2: Mm. I love mustard so much.
0: Wait, do you feel that on your back of your throat? Mm. What does it feel like?
2: Just great. And nothing goes better with mustard than Chardonnay, so we're at <laughs> the perfect segment.
0: <laughs> All right, so, guys, next week's Thanksgiving, and whether you're hosting a dinner or going to one, chances are you've got to have a bottle of wine or two or
2: three. Okay, so we called up our pal wine expert, Leslie Sprocco, to lead our Monday masterclass and show us how to create the perfect. Food and wine pairings. Hey, Leslie. On
4: any, I like this because it's any hello, budget, hello. and that's a that's yes, a big one.
0: So you're starting right. off with um, sparkling. Well, I've got I've got
4: things from from steals to splurges. So whether you want to spend under twenty dollars or more than fifty dollars, I've got you covered. Got so, it. so I'm right. starting out with, of course, fabulous fizz. I mean, mm-hmm. and it does. By the way, Jenna, it does go with mustard. So okay. don't you be good. afraid. It There's goes with that. honey oh, and mustard, sparkling wine. So I'm starting off with this first one. This beautiful wine you got in your first glass is called Cremant de Limoux mm-hmm. from Gerard Bertrand. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get your French on and your Italian mm-hmm. on as we speak about mm. the next few wines. And this is from the south of France. This is not Champagne. This is from the south of France from a place called Limoux. And Cremant means a style of sparkling wine. So and actually this is where sparkling wine was invented, the traditional method down in Limoux. Yeah, so wow. it's. Isn't that delicious? Yeah, yeah, like is that? this
0: the expensive one because it tastes so good?
4: No, this is under $20. Oh, so, oh it's yummy. Is, yes, it's so delicious because it has that lovely complexity and creaminess, um, but it's still really wildly affordable. For and the what holidays. about the
0: splurge?
4: Okay, so the splurge, now I might surprise you, I'm actually splurging with Prosecco. So now most people think prosecco is this, you know, light and lively and, and inexpensive drink, and and it is primarily. But there's some absolutely glorious proseccos, and this being one of them from the Hill of Cartizze. So I want you to say with me, okay. Biadne di Cartizze. <laughs> okay. Biadne di Cartizze, and this is the Villa Sandi. It's really beautiful. Um, it's about forty-five dollars, and it's lovely. Okay. So and what, what um, pairs
0: with these, Leslie?
4: So, you know, sparkling wine goes with just about everything, but ham is a really great, if you've got, if you're serving a ham, sparkling wine is one of the best things to pair with ham. Okay, that's why probably the mustard
2: goes well with it, because mustard and ham are a wonderful combination. All right, nobody really thinks rosé and holiday seasons, but you disagree.
4: I disagree. It's Rosé all year, and Rosé is the perfect. I love this wine. This is called Source of Joy. And if you look at the bottle, it's just uh-huh. such a pretty bottle to serve during the holidays, Source of Joy, right? And um, and Rosé is really ideal for food, be- all kinds of food. Again, talking about ham, turkey, anything, because it's made with red grapes, but in a white wine style. So this is, again, from the south of France, a beautiful wine that just has this lovely fruitiness, still got some substan- you know, substance to it because it's made with red grapes, but again, Ham. This is perfect with ham and mustard, slathered mustard. Perfect with appetizers. And so take a sip right, of yeah. that. What's the price of this baby? We, again, under twenty oh, dollars for this have one. have a minute left, to so, like kind of oh, okay, race okay, so, okay, So we've got this beautiful Zinfandel blue quail from Mendocino County. Northern California, absolutely gorgeous with roast beef, if you're doing kind of beef Wellington. I've got a lovely Chardonnay right here. Mm-hmm. This is now, again with mustard, this is from Sokol Blosser in Dundee, in uh, hills of Oregon. Um, and it is a splurge, about $40, but worth it. I call it the Goldilocks of, of Chardonnay. not too Not too full, not too light, it's just right. And Great. then we've got two beautiful gift wines for you guys. So... Those are food wines, those go with everything on the table. These last two are really to impress. So I have this lovely Rioja. And if you want to impress for less, Rioja is the way Rioja? to go. It's a okay. region in Spain. And this is from Ramon Bilbao. This is their limited edition. It's $25. Mm, it tastes like naked. it drinks yeah, yummy. You know, twice as much. Isn't that yummy? Yes, it's delicious. delicious. Rioja, best value. And finally, a little splurge from Sonoma County here, where I live, where I'm I'm calling you from this morning. Um, and it is a beautiful Pinot Noir from Toomey Vineyards. Mm. Yeah, Toomey From Vineyards. the Russian River Valards. I and that's part Pino. of the, the silver oak uh, family of wine, so very famous. Oh my God, and this is so good. This it's, is delicious. It's, like, it's like. like drinking silk, isn't it? Oh, it's like drinking yeah. silk. Leslie,
0: thank you so much. Thank you so much. Cheers, so check ladies, out these cheers. wines. Head to slash shop. Coming
2: up next, I get to go to a very special place helping women feel good, look good, and get back on their feet after this. Mm. Feel good? Okay, so there are more remedies. Y'all are just really helping. Evidently, a marshmallow.
0: (laughs) I'm concerned. You know what I'm concerned about? That the next set of remedies we're going to need are for like an upset stomach. She just already eating uh, mustard, a whole big glob of honey, and now you're eating marshmallows. Okay.
2: We'll see. We'll see. You're so, right.
0: We might need those remedies later. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Okay, by the way, today happens to be National Philanthropy Day, the perfect reason to kick off our Gift of Gratitude series. And There's no better way to show uh, you are thankful for what you have than by serving those who are less fortunate.
2: And recently I took a trip to an incredible, Incredible organization here in New York City. It's called Bottomless Closet, and I got to see firsthand what they're doing to uplift women and set them up for success and financial independence. When you look good, you feel good. But at Bottomless Closet in New York City, that's just the beginning. That's pretty, yeah. Mm -hmm. Behind every smart blazer and perfectly matched blouse is a woman ready to strut toward
5: success. Our clients have, you know, have challenges. When they come in here, they put those challenges somewhere else on a shelf and they just look forward.
2: Bottomless Closet serves disadvantaged women re-entering the workforce by providing them with resources to ace interviews, regain employment, and successfully transition into new jobs. From career workshops to resume help and wardrobe boosts, the organization has helped over 46,000 women get on the road toward financial independence. There must be something really meaningful about meeting somebody, seeing them get dressed for an interview, walking them through the resume process and the interview process, yep. and then hearing
5: that they got that job. And the first thing they do is ring the bell. I got, I got, I got the and when they ring that bell, the entire place just erupts in applause. You know that they've got that job. The staff, the other clients, the volunteers, we are all pulling in the same direction. It's. So important for women to help women. We understand the the need to build confidence.
2: Women were disproportionately hit by pandemic-related job losses in 2020, accounting for more than half of the 10 million jobs that were lost. This made Bottomless Closet's mission more important than ever. One of their recent clients is 57-year-old Mildred Martinez. After working for 16 years in broadcast media sales, Mildred was laid off in August of last year. When you found out that they were laying you off, how did it how did it feel? I was numb, and I
3: realized for the first time in my life, I don't have a job. And so there was panic and fear and a lot of crying, anger. Um, and what am I gonna do now?
2: The job search landscape has changed since Mildred was last looking for full-time work. So with a whole new set of challenges in front of her, Mildred turned to Bottomless Closet. I knew about Bottomless Closet
3: from a few years ago. Uh, I actually used to bring my work outfits that I didn't use. I never envisioned myself as being a client. I think it wasn't until I realized that I was one of those women that was considered underemployed. Mm. I had to always work a second job to supplement my income.
2: Attending Bottomless Closet's virtual workshops has given Mildred a new sense of direction as she seeks to switch industries and re enter the workforce. So today, Mira and I are helping Mildred with their elevator pitch.
5: Break it down into three pieces the present, past, future. All right, where am I now? Right now, I want a job in this. Past. What have I done? What are the skills that I have? Just think about that holistically in two sentences. And then third, the future. What are you going to do for that organization?
2: Do you want to try? Well, right now
3: I'm currently unemployed and I'm actually, oh, I shouldn't say that.
5: What, no. what should she say? Mm-hmm. Right now I'm looking for a job in. Okay. That's such a good little point that I would never think of.
3: How does this sound? I'm looking to re-enter into the field of facilities management. Perfect.
5: Okay. (laughs) The next piece is the past. What are the skills that you've acquired?
3: The most important thing that I bring is my understanding of relationships matter. I think that's great, so
5: positive. And then the future. future, what are you going to do for them?
3: I'm going to bring to your team someone who is easy to work with, someone who's going to pitch in when things get tight, most importantly you know is to leave someone with the feeling that they're being heard and taken care of mm, that's great excellent
2: now that mildred has her elevator pitched down next came the fun part putting together an outfit to get her prepared for her next opportunity and that or maybe
3: looks, just the jacket yeah that, that looks
2: nice
5: so let's
4: try, try it? it on okay.
2: You look great. Do you feel good?
3: I do. Do you feel more hopeful? I do. I'm a lot more confident. And I feel like, you know what? My door hasn't opened yet, but it will.
2: Oh, I love and We spoke to her last night. She's been on a couple interviews, multiple interviews. She's hopeful for some opportunities. But she
0: is brilliant and positive. Can I tell you something? Someone's going to hire Mildred. Yes, Milgrid. right she, now. Right now. That was a great, great piece. Tomorrow, we continue our Gift of Gratitude series with a story about a life saving friendship.
2: Oh, I can't wait to see this. Coming up next, Bonnie and Tim. Okay, they've been hard at work. They're creating their late landscapes. Oh. Evidently, they're inspired by us. We're going to reveal
0: their New Orleans and Texas tables. Oh, and talk to the filmmaker behind the new series. It's called Set. You do not want to miss it. Coming up after this. Okay, what would you say if I told you every year dozens of competitors flock to the Orange County Fair in California to compete in the high stakes world of table setting? Okay, I would say that that sounds like a plot of a movie. You're right. This cutthroat <laughs> competition is real. It serves as the backdrop of our November Documentary of the Month club pick. It's called Set. The competition features a colorful cast of characters. And let's just say the knives are out, <laughs> literally. It's with us now, the filmmaker, Scott. Golic, along with competitors Bonnie Overman and Tim Wyckoff. Okay, I had no idea this was so fiercely competitive, people. I didn't know. It's like the WWE (laughs) at table setting. People go down. We want to win. Bonnie, has it always been that competitive? Yes, deep down, we really want to win. I mean, I Mm -hmm. think all of us that participate produce tables that we think are the best in show Mm -hmm. and hope the judges think so, too.
2: Tim, okay, we are very competitive. Yes, fiercely. But we hold nothing to you all. How Mm -hmm. did
0: you get involved
6: Mm -hmm. with this? My mom actually entered art into the fair locally when I was a child. Okay. And so I entered art. So I started doing things at like seven, eight, nine years old. And then I saw that the the table settings in the youth department got the big ribbons. Uh And I wanted a big ribbon because all we got were the little single ones. I didn't care about that. I wanted a big ribbon. So I started to do that. So I've been doing it for over 30 years. Scott,
0: I mean, this is brilliant, by the way. We, Jen and I, this is the first we've ever heard of this. I don't know if this is something everybody knows and we're just learning about. But how did you decide this would be the perfect subject for a documentary?
6: Well, I stumbled on it by accident. I went to the Orange County Fair in Southern California. It was a really hot day. 100 degree weather, um, was a bit overserved on the cold tall <laughs> beers, went to the air-conditioned room and there was a bunch of tables, I didn't really think much of it, right? Yeah. Set my beer down, alarms started going off, people kind of yeah. ran over, they're like, this is the competitive table setting contest, what are you doing? I was like, oh, picked up the beer, looked around and... Um, I noticed that the tables had ribbons, like, first place, no place, and I just started really having strong opinions about tables. I was like, well, I think this one should have won, not this one. And this is coming from a guy who eats off paper plates, So, like, for it to have this reaction for me was huge. Kind of looked around the room. Everyone was having the same reaction, like, well, I have a feeling there's a lot of um, layers to this onion, too. too well, low.
0: you know what? I think, will you guys, do yes. you guys find going to your tables mm-hmm. and just getting them all prepped? And you guys can head that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to just sit and visit yeah, with so Scott for so just yeah. one more second. But Scott, but, but, six but how? Six how month. It usually takes six months. And they have like tape measures. They're measuring how far the fork is from the whatever. Yeah, we heard that
2: one person lost because they didn't put the dessert, dessert spoon, spoon or whatever.
6: Yeah. But what's even more interesting is the way they prepare. It's like some of the people pre- go into um, sensory deprivation chambers, one of the mm-hmm. women in the movie, and she, that's where she gets inspiration so she's not clouded by exterior thought. Um, one of the ladies in the film, she doesn't tear her tables down. She keeps 15 tables up in her ta- uh, like in her house at all times. Wow. The husband, the family, everyone's just up in arms. It's it's just Constant nonsense. Well, Scott, oh my gosh! By the way, this is serious business, and these two tables, we should say,
0: that these guys were making their tables with a hundred bucks, yes, and forty-five minutes, not and the, and no money. Used
2: to six months. Yeah, no money,
0: no time. So, but you created. So we've got wow, oh, Texas and New Orleans. So we'll start with
6: Texas. Tim,
2: this is beautiful. Thank you. Tell us what you did.
6: So um, I actually looked up what I would think of, of important places in Texas, things that would drive interest. So the the jukebox represents mm-hmm. the continental where a lot of people have gotten their yes. music career started. The the boots, of course, you can't go without with Texas. Yes. Um, the yellow roses of Texas. Of course. I, I also tried to do indigenous flowers, if I could, mm-hmm. of Texas. Yeah, and then, I see
2: some of the wildflowers that we see grow every spring. That's what I
6: tried to do. And then for the wagon wheel, it actually represents two
5: places.
2: Oh, we love this! This is so beautiful. honey okay.
0: let's take us, us to
2: New
6: Orleans,
0: girl. What New you Orleans. got cooking? Well, one oh. of my
2: favorite
5: places in New Orleans is the
0: Garden District. Of course. So this is a Mardi Gras dinner in mm. the Garden District, kind of an elegant um, feel. So I tried to include a lot of the icons, such as the Mardi Gras mm-hmm. mask, my version of a king <laughs> cake. I like your version. Grand <laughs> turns oh. and all, and then of course with the Garden District, beautiful lush foliage and flowers. Well, purple, you green, can- and gold. Those are the colors of Mardi Gras, and that's what you have on display here. Wow, you
2: both did a beautiful job! <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. thank you so much. Who's got <laughs> best in
0: show? That's <laughs> what we came here for. <laughs> you know, top, you know, I'm it's, it's, going <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> with Texas and Thames. That's how Sorry. we go. All right, guys, set by the way, streaming now on Discovery Plus. Please check it out, and we'll be back after this. Thanks, guys. So cool. Oh, and the menu on the that's amazing.
2: Um, we have one last remedy. It's actually right here. Hoda didn't think I was going to do it. It's pickles and sour cream. Hoda didn't think I was going to do it. But you know what? Hoda thinks the kid is actually I breaking me. I think there's a kid at home
0: going, is she going to eat it? So you know They're what i going to do? Us. This I'm is going to eat it. This is for her throat. Remember? Oh, God. Tomorrow, Maria Shriver stops by. Yeah, we can't wait and for that.
2: Plus, what the foods to eat
0: to avoid and have better brain health.
2: you okay?
4: mystery.